0: The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on
1: the big issues and the people behind them. Just
2: lock it in. Know the formula, right? One, two, one.
0: This is, what, eight minutes after the hour, and we're making sure that we get you to work nice and safe. I am always bodyguard, (laughs) and you're listening to the one show that makes a big difference in South Africa. Well, that's the most famous tune that you'll ever find, um, from Leon Huff, the creator of the OJs. Um, I ain't jiving, I'm jamming.
3: And, you know, it's one of those that people constantly kept asking when I was at Metro, what is the title of that tune?
0: Always. They never missed a beat on that one.
3: And and, and I just thought it would be wrong if I opened the show after that. Yeah. Because it's become synonymous with you.
0: I think people actually visualize me playing that piano.
3: I think they do, eh? <laughs> they probably
0: think I woke up one day and I phoned a couple of producers, said, hey, Quincy Jones, help me out here, man. And, and, and the vision lived itself out. It's amazing. I've tried, to, I've tried to change it. But then as I listen to whatever I'm trying to change it to, it doesn't make sense.
3: It doesn't quite work.
0: No, it doesn't make sense.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. It was appreciated uh, already. The accolades coming in there for you. Grand entrance of note is what people are saying. Robert Marawa, ladies and gentlemen, he, of course, is our guest this morning. That booming voice, unmistakable. And, um, of course, you know, I must just tell you this morning when I woke up and and, and I thought about you, I thought it was going to be easier, but it was quite hard for me to see you this morning. Uh because of the last two times that sure. that we met uh but um you know um you you are just one of those people that people really just feel so close to people feel they know you they feel um you know you are a part of them and here are a few um uh, uh, tweets coming through this one from Ollie Ollie says, if Rob can start a political party, he can win a seat in parliament um And Dan Kiba says, Robert can open a political party and all the people in South Africa will vote for him. But I like him in sports. No fear, no favor. And that is what you're known for.
0: It's disappointing that he's only going to give me one seat in parliament. I thought it would be a slightly (laughs) bit more than that. But but there's
3: only one of you, Rob. How many seats do you want?
0: No, but if it's a party, then it's a party. (laughs) Tokyo Sekwale talked about it's a party, so somebody's (laughs) got to have a party. You can't just have a party alone. Then you consider the mad person, you know. But you know what? I appreciate what people have said, and uh, and uh, you know the tweets that you've just read mean a lot because one thing I've always tried to do in the space within media is not try and be like a a face that is this today and something different tomorrow. Because you'll never be able to sustain that. It's almost like putting on a voice every day where you come onto the show and you're like, yo, man, what's up, man? This is yo, 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 your favorite man today <laughs> on the airwaves. You know, how do you sustain it? How do you go home, face your mother <laughs> talking like that? You know, So it's important to be you because <laughs> everything else is unsustainable. And radio is about that reality. You know, reality, whether it's TV or radio, has taken a different form now, Mm. you know. But I still believe that the reality we are supposed to serve on radio is a reality that is real.
3: Now, you say it's important to be you. Yeah. So who are you? A farm boy. From? Nkanda. Of course
0: I'm from The the
3: giant of (laughs) (laughs) Nkanda. It's not me saying it, it's one of the listeners Uh, that comes from Mdutuzi.
0: You know, the the, the funny thing is that when I joined the industry, and people always ask me, where are you from? And I would say Nkandla, and they did not know, and they did not have a clue where that is. And I would always have to justify where Nkandla is. Because it was always easier to say I'm from KZN or I'm from Durban, because Mm. although Durban is still like 4 hours drive from Nkandla, if you're living deep down in in Nkandla, you would then say Durban because you you avoid being asked a lot of questions. And in time, especially now, obviously with the president ascending into power, and Ganja becoming almost synonymous with everyday talk, then now people say, where well, are you from? I say I'm from Gangla, and they're like, Ayman, you, you're joking, <laughs> you're lying. So how does a place of obscurity back then now become, no, I'm joking? It's almost like I'm trying to poke fun at the president, and it's not. There was a place called Fort Lewis in Gangla where I grew up, and... Simple life, uh, no airs and graces, rural to the bone. Yeah. Uh, there was no next-door neighbor. The next-door neighbor is the cow and the sheep and the goat that you have. How? Yeah. But was the other house was like, you know, so there's no, like, immediate neighbor. No one's going to tell you you're making a noise.
3: I tell you what, looking at you, I cannot imagine you in that setting. I can't.
0: It's a pity. I don't know. I think... I had pictures that I took recently of the little, I can't call it a homestead because people are going to start imagining other things now. (laughs) (laughs) It was a home, you know, like a typical farm home. I took pictures of it. I think it was in December last year. So I went via there. Um, You know, the family home is still there. It's run down and everything. And I looked at it and I was like, this was home. It was humbling. I sat there almost highly emotional looking at the place and saying, I did not know better. You know, that that was there was for me the best that there was. Because if you're not exposed to anything better than what you had, you know, all I knew was that the duties every two hours was for me to go to the generator and make sure that it hadn't run out of diesel Pour the diesel in. That was much later, though, when things like generators were a reality. Otherwise, it was candles and my primer stove and all of those things that made life happen for us. You know, electricity was a dream that came true much later when we were Mm -hmm. much older people. You know, so it was that basic foundation that made me realize that we are all equal. So that's why I never get phased. You know, whether you are the president of a football association or a president of a cricket association, there is no fear because ultimately you're a human being. And I see you no better than somebody who's currently at Wimpy now frying chips. It's the same thing. Yeah. it's just Ultimately,
3: a, we're all humans.
0: We're all human. It's just we all get given different responsibilities and positions of which we all need to be accountable for.
3: So growing up, your parents, tell us a bit about your parents.
0: Well, I think a lot of thing that confuses people is the surname and linking the surname to KZN. Now, my dad, who's 85 now, still alive, thank God, is from Tlekstop. North northwest, in a township called Jubitin. Now, he then moved to KZN. Obviously, like... Many people do where you seek jobs in different parts of the of the country. So he went to KZN, and that's where he met my mom. My mother is Uzulu, Ndabezi, Tumakeb, and they got married. And then the living happened in KZN. So that's why I'm born bread and buttered there. And, you know, born as in Freyheit, uh, of all places.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Of all places. Free hate, Freyheit. hate. suddenly
3: I don't feel so bad about Standerton, you know Freight is a similar sort of town as Standerton and back in the day most before the entry happened you guys used to pass via Standerton to come to Joburg from Freight
0: and a dangerous drive that proved to be yeah, especially there through
3: uh, Majuba
0: dangerous drive Um, but that was it so when you ask in terms of who and what that is basically it you know, a dad who's Muzwana, my mom, who's Zulu, and me growing up in KZN. And as you know, KZN, in terms of indigenous languages, it's Zulu from top to bottom. So there's no mismatch of whatever mm. that happens. So I, I, I think also, you know, people have been quite fond to say, hey, how? I thought you were Zimbabwean. And I would say, no, I, I'm, I'm not, but... It doesn't really matter, Uh. you know, given the history that I've just told you now. And I think they kind of linked that to, you know, when when I got to Joburg and I was a student at Virts and you stayed at Rez and you didn't quite know the language because I did not get exposed that much to Tswana in terms of speaking the language because being thoroughly Zulu in upbringing, that wasn't an option for me. You know, you could try and speak to your dad, but we were all at boarding school. So we hardly ever saw him uh, in that context. Um, so ultimately, when I got here, hey, and there was this language thing. Now at Rez, people hardcore, they're speaking, you know, everything. And I'm like, yo, this is going to be a, a bit of a mission. It was the only people I could really relate to at the time, Was Zimboys who obviously spoke a bit of English. Uh, (laughs) They they would then speak their Shona, and I'm like, ah, now you're losing me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so because of association and and linked up with them, um, you know, guys. Then I suppose ultimately
3: thought that I was. And your siblings, you know, uh, before you went to school, now, yeah. Was your schooling always at boarding school? Did you go to a farm school at all during some point in your life?
0: There was a school called Waza Waza.
3: Waza Waza. Waza.
0: Yebo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I mean, people that are listening who know the area, there was a school called Waza Waza. Um, I think there was a Mapanga who used to read the news here at SABCU.
3: She's still here. No, no, no.
0: Mapanga, Not The one. gentleman.
3: Oh, the gentleman. Yes.
0: Uh, I was still very young, but I just remembered and I know that there was a gentleman who read the news, Mapanga, who was here at SABC. Mm-hmm. I think it was the mother Umem Mapanga, who was at Waza Waza school. Now, Waza Waza was a typical farm school where we all on a Friday had our responsibilities to do. There's something called Uksina. Now, Uksina means that the ladies, the girls, would bring water, and the guys will bring cow dung on a Friday. Mm. So uksina then is a mixture of taking the cow dung and the water. You mix it up and you hit that on the floor, mm. just so that you know it freshens things up. I think people in suburbia now uh, they would call that spring cleaning with cobra polish and all these <laughs> wonderful things. But uksina was literally that it 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 was it was tough i mean i had to walk from where we lived to the school you know obviously on foot and it was an experience until such time as i think the folks decided that maybe we need to look at other options and the other options meant going to now a roman catholic school with nuns uh, called little flower in Eshaw.
3: Was it a difficult transition though? Because at the farm school, I'm assuming um, the language of instruction was isiZulu. Yeah. So then you go to this school now, uh, run by nuns. I'm assuming it's going to be English medium or wasn't it?
0: We thought we were speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought we were speaking English. But, <laughs> you know, little flu <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, it had it had slang. You know, slang was probably the the language that that was. The, it was a mixture of of English. It was a mixture of Zulu. It was a mixture of Tootitale. It was everything. Mm. Obviously, they try to teach you in English, but what you spoke afterwards. You know, a, a, some of the uh, words I can't even mention on radio. But it was it was that kind of living because the school had diverse people. I mean, it was, I think, predominantly what you would call a, a, a colored school. Um, I think in, in that whole school, <laughs> there was one white guy, uh, Sergei Kutsia, I think he was from Boxburg or something, who came all the way uh, to a show, uh, to school there, typically run as a non-school. So everything that mattered was about the discipline of going to chapel, which happened every morning at 5 o'clock.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was about duties. When you got back to term, you had to look at a, a list, which then put you in a certain duty. Now, duties were either you, you scrubbed the toilets, uh, you made what they called mattresses, hay mattresses, which which means that you go chop grass for the people that had weak bladders. (laughs) You had a proper mattress. (laughs) You had a proper mattress for so-called normal people, but then if you wet your bed, they put you in a grass mattress,
4: Mm. you know,
0: so that you can do your thing at night. It doesn't affect anything. You can go change that grass after a couple of months. Then those are the different duties. You clean the dormitories, you clean the dining room, uh, you clean the toilets. You had the honey boys who would then go and collect the sewage um, from the sewage tank into a wheelbarrow. You wore a sack and you took that sewage to a to the orchard. Now the orchard they grew grapefruits, bananas, mm-hmm. etc., and that was the fertilizer. Now that was used to grow all of those things. So come Easter, you had to intensify the praying. So it was about, and I'm Anglican now, this is a Roman Catholic school, but hey, you know, for you've, the, do you've got the to Romans do what you did. have to do. Hmm? You know, you're in Rome now. So you had to intensify the rosary, like literally, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you, da, 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 every time. And then you had to go through the different stages of the crucifixion, every time in chapel. So it was chapel at five o'clock in the morning. It was chapel again in the evening, Then you had to go and pray for your sins, write your sins down, bring them into, uh, you know, into the altar and so on. There were many things, but we hated it because it was what it was, but it toughened you. It's only later in life where you realize that life's lessons that were learned at that school is what makes you strong, is what makes you tough today. It was not not pleasant. Mm. I mean, nobody wants to go into a blocked toilet and... When you called a nun to say, hey, sister, the, well, there was no toilet paper. You used newspapers and there were like German papers that came through. They were cut into little blocks and then you had to, you yeah, know. They you, were
3: cut you, into little blocks. So you literally oh.
0: had to do this to soften them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it it, it sounds like a, a movie, but it is that life that, you know, because mm. people think, ah, you know, I, this one had it easy. It, it, you're seeing the end product of an upbringing that had nothing to do with a lifestyle where you were, you're like, mommy, can I go to a movie? Like, I, I did not know cartoon characters. Like, I, I still don't know because where was I going to watch cartoons, you know? So those little privileges were, were foreign. We just knew when we got back home, we would help in a little family business that they had started, a farm. And then we go back to school. So we probably saw the folks like four times a year. Hmm. And then you go back uh, to the boarding school where you had literally to be an adult and fend for yourself.
3: So you have two sisters?
0: Three. Three? Yeah.
3: Were they all at the same school?
0: No, no, no. They probably went to even worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the two, nomvula, as well as Ukuku, there was a school called Langezwa uh, that ultimately they went to. There was Ngamana, you know, there were all these schools that mm. that they went to, um, but they were also equally tough. There were also Roman Catholic schools. Um, I think Kukuk also went to Enanda later on. Uh, that was for high school. My sister went to Jangaso for high school as well, and they had harsh treatment. But we did not know better. That's what I, you know, I keep hopping on is that the ability not to know the difference means that you accept what is presented to you and you live with it mm. um, I think Vanessa grew up much later um, you know she was also toughened up but it you know it, it was not as severe as all of that and that is why she kind of positively surprised everybody when she uh, took on the whole survivor uh, challenge which she went and won and we are extremely proud and it was a case of how does this chick who looks like you know, she's got life. all ladi dardy managed to go to Survivor and win it. Again, it goes back to the upbringing that I've just described—that it wasn't milk and honey, and tennis biscuits.
3: And tennis biscuits. Robin Marawa, our guest this morning, and so you went from Waza Waza to Little Flower. Little Flower. Hey, those names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Waza Waza primary to Little Flower. A primary <laughs> and 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 from there
0: from there it was then a big a big jump a big 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 jump um yo i don't know what i said earlier i probably said what as opposed to cinder, mm. um which was what we were talking about earlier so we we moved from cindering uh it was a wasa to little flower praying and hard life, to then a complete shift in Peter Maritzburg at Hilton College. Um, And now this is where you thank parents who unfortunately cannot rely on bursaries or scholarships to take you to those schools. But in that same farm environment, you are able to support the children, try and take them to now what they realize are better schools because they're interacting a bit more with other families and other people that they've met, let's say, at Little Flower, who then want to take their kids to so-called better schools. Now, the issue with going to Hilton is that it's a complete culture shock. Now, hey, there, mm. hey white folk, prim and proper, dressed up in what they call the number ones and ties and shirts and suits, and here you are. Kid out of little flower, now yo, what's going on here?
3: And you thought you were happening at. Little and you flower. thought you were rocking. <laughs> 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 you
0: know, you thought you were rocking. You've been given options of sport, and there you just ran athletics. You played soccer, <laughs> and then now there's a school that does not have soccer, and I'm like, what kind of school is this? <laughs> no soccer, <laughs> yo. Okay, so what are my options? I must play hockey. <laughs>
4: <I'm> like, <okay. laughs>
0: You know, and I must play uh no options of playing rugby. Never touched a rugby ball. I probably don't even know how to play the, the sport. But I'm thinking, hey, this winter is gonna be long. What what else could I play? Because I wanna play sport. I love sport. I love running cross country. I love doing the eight hundred meters. Um and obviously football was in the blood already because we played it so intensely at, at primary school. So that culture shock came in, and then you were what they call a poop, a first year, so you have to polish, uh, the you know... The you were s- called a what? A poop. <laughs> That's what you were called as a first year. So you were now uh, a poop. not allowed to walk on that lawn. You have to walk on the paving. You were supposed to polish the boots of the first team, uh, rugby players, you know, so all of these things that induct you into the school. So... As a fun boy now, I've never polished even my dad's shoes. And I'm thinking, ow, they yeah, are these smelly boots that I have to polish. you know. So when it comes to culture shock, and obviously when you grow older, you realize why they do what they do. And so when you become a senior and these pups come through as first years, then you look forward to that. You look forward to that privilege mm. of having your boots polished and having, I don't know, you know, obviously it's sometimes uh, kids push the boundaries a little bit and they... Make my bed, do this, you know. But because you're a first year, you're not going to say no, because it's going to be rough for you.
5: up this morning, found a letter that she wrote. She said she's tired that I'm always on the road. Too hard to swallow, being alone. She needs a morning night that she can hold. She must have told me a thousand times more. Silent cries I used to ignore. God knows I love her lover didn't mean her I was a child, it's been my dream I can't support her, treat her and spoil her You know about her, the finer thing But I forgot about loving her Damn the money, diamonds and purse. What about the hard days she had with the baby All she needed
3: Scott TV says, I'm assuming Anthony Hamilton is one of his favorite artists. Good taste indeed. He didn't know that song was going to play.
0: Yeah, I didn't. That's why I was like, Yo, who's doing their homework here? Anthony Hamilton just, you know, he gives you that old school kind of feeling of R&B and soul. If you ever grew up listening to R&B and soul, you, you kind of have an appreciation of... What he delivers. So that is why I can't even pinpoint. Yeah, her heart has always been my number one favorite. But every other song that comes after that is my number one favorite as well. So they're all on equal footing.
3: i tell you what was this song um, by Anthony Hamilton. I used to look at you um, because we worked at the same station for many years. Yes. And I always thought like, okay. And I used to ask you, so w- w- when, when? When when do you take a break? When do, you, when do you rest? When does all of this happen? And I kind of, not that it was any of my business, but of course it's my mind and I'm free to think what I like. And I always used to think, you know, I wonder about the woman in your life, mm. <laughs> you know, with a man who is so busy and he'd be running from the one show off to Randberg from there, that way. You can't, don't, Don't feel bad if you invite Robert Marawa to something and he doesn't pitch. Don't feel bad. It's just the way he is. It's the nature of things. That's how busy the guy is. But that song, I thought, was appropriate for someone like you. And it was the sort of song, when I heard it, I thought, that's the sort of song Robert Marawa could be singing to a girl.
0: Me singing to the girl when you've got Anthony Hamilton (laughs) to sing on my behalf. (laughs) So
3: what? You'd be humming in the background?
0: (laughs) Remember that in in, in growing up, Uh, we had people like Luther. Uh, We had TDK cassettes. And you would listen to one line and you press pause and you write it down. (laughs) And then you listen to the next line, you write it down and you press pause. And then that now was your delivery to go and charm somebody. So you buy a chocolate, a crunchy or a Kit Kat or something. These lyrics now were written. And you know... Like hell that she does not know where these lyrics come from, you know. <laughs> so she'll think these <laughs> lyrics are from you. Meantime, Luther's done your job. You've done your homework. You've written it down in the best of English that you could. And yeah. you deliver it to the lady and you're like, yo, I'm sorry. Chocolate's melted, but so's my heart.
3: You? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who fell for that yeah. one hey, all the you, way from Little Flower.
0: <laughs> when you're young, you fall for
3: anything. Let's go to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two a two zero eight. Uh, speaking to uh, Robert Marawa, Alfred in KZN. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Nijani. I see a pilot, John Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: Hi, my name is
2: yeah, man. You see, I'm so much fascinated uh, to, to, to hear your the story of your background, the, the the days you're growing up, the places you grew up I- even at. And, uh, you know, when you talk about Kandla, I'm doing some work in Kandla, b- uh, building bridges there, Compini, mm. Bismali, you know, those places.
0: Wow. Um, you must go past a place called the Fort Lewis. Port Louis. Yeah, that is where we grew up, and that is where family home is.
2: I definitely will. Gwankeleonda zokuti
0: Eh,
2: Sakina. Yes. Thanks a million for bringing such a genius uh, to your show this morning. Thanks a million, uh, Burob. Rob, You are we are an inspiration to quite a lot of people, old and young, in our country. Keep it up, my brother
0: but, but thank you well, so very much you proud it's, of you it 's that support that I always say is important in the journey because one thing that always inspired me and, and this might sound a bit strange is criticism. When I entered the space of radio, uh, you know there were certain human beings that thought that they would derail my dream mm-hmm. by always writing negative stories, and every time I read those negative stories in in in, in the this popular daily newspaper. Um I was inspired by the negativity because it just inspired me to become a better person. But
2: uh Robo, can you allow me to just give you one phone da?
0: Cook lagabo.
2: Yeah, city U Sko Kaku Kasika no traga. Huh? Uh not track is too pay cut is go by, I'll wanna sell Hey, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: yeah, yeah.
2: No, Look, <laughs> you see, yeah, Alfred. Let's your are
0: Baba, thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> that.
2: I'm Hey, I'm
0: papa, talking too
3: oh bye bye <laughs> thank you Frankina. thank you alfred speaking of someone is asking here uh, it's a bandas melane um uh, do you still eat uputu or is it now Ama salad low fat yogurt nama what 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 do you enjoy eating
0: low fat what <laughs> low fat nothing my friend
3: <laughs>
4: you know it's
0: it's like people who go to who go to these drive throughs buy burgers and then they buy a diet coke uh or a Coke light. And you're thinking, okay, so what do you think is going to happen with all these burgers that you've bought? Is that this Coke light now is going to all of a sudden shrink the fat?
3: No, but it, it somehow eases the guilt. You, oh, know? you feel okay. less guilty. At least you didn't have a Coke or a Fanta or something. Just the guilt.
0: In in case uh, people say that, I did not answer the question. Yes, I still eat uputu. In fact, I ate uputu two weeks ago. um, A very special human being decided to invite me uh, for dinner, and they made exactly that, nesbindi with onionese, which is… Okay, sorry. We are on SAFM. So, nesbindi, liver, and some onion. So, yeah. Sorry. Hi.
3: No, that's fine. That's there. absolutely fine. And, of course, he does this every Friday, hosting legends. Looking forward to tonight's legend uh, there on uh, the show on Metro FM. But right now, he's the legend in the hot seat. So ask away, as he does, you know, and allows others to. 891 uh 208 Any good morning. Thanks, Sister Kel. Yeah, You're wants- you also a homeboy. You know that you also <laughs> used to drive there on Majuba. <laughs>
2: yes.
3: How are you? I'm uh, I would like to thank you from
2: the bottom of my heart for the humility when you present your show you don't tower above people you neither friends like a peacock nor print like a horse always are at the level of your listeners that for me whenever you drive your show it's like I'm sitting on the other side of the coffee table thank you Mm. Secondly, what makes you to be ahead when you about to present your show? Because you seem to to get into every corner of your source or your interviewee. Lastly, what lessons did you learn from your ma- maternal grandfather, or Babu or Bishop? Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, that's certainly somebody who would know me Mm -hmm. very well because I I didn't touch on my mother. My mother, as I said, was Zulu. So he talks now of Bishop Alfie Zulu, who um, was my mom's dad, who obviously sadly passed away. Um, And eternally grateful that I lived and was able to know him as young as I was. I mean, he was, he was a bishop within the Anglican Church. Um, he then went on to become Speaker of the House in the KZN Legislative Assembly when he retired uh, because there was a feeling that you can't allow a brain of that nature to go to rot. So you, you need to utilize him in that manner. And we're also eternally grateful that the uh, KZN government uh, last year actually made sure that he is honored. Uh, There was a lecture that was conducted at St. Faith's Church in Durban that we all went down to attend. Uh, Great archbishops were there. Umduana was there. Uh, Wawapindange also um, Uh was there. And many other dignitaries that are, I mean, I can't name all of them, but they're all deeply touched by the work that my grandfather used to do to communities. And and obviously from an an Anglican bishop perspective and difference that he made to people's lives that he was honored and a statue of him has now officially been erected uh, in KZN in honor of the legacy uh, that he left behind and it was all approved uh, you know my mother was there we went through the different stages of just saying you know do you like don't you like not that you know you could change what a statue looks like uh, but out of courtesy they offered them that so as I say with, within KZN uh, government uh, you know Teguini, especially, but KZN government as a whole, um, they've they've gone out of their way to make sure that that legacy that he left behind is not forgotten.
3: And then um, let me run through the calls first because there's so much I want to ask, so much that people want to know. Komoto and Esalen Park. Good morning.
2: Morning, SK, How are you?
3: Well, thanks. And you?
2: Very well. Thanks. Thank you for celebrating residents while they're still
3: alive. good morning. Good morning,
2: I'm, I'm good, my brother. Uh, brother Rob, I've been a follower of you on Twitter, on radio for so many years, on TV. I'm a devoted listener of your shows. And, uh, yeah, you're doing a great job. You are a very intelligent guy. I like how you stand your crown. And uh, I just want to hear your views on the assertions that uh, the power that you possess, that's the first question, the power that you possess seemingly is used or misdirected to get certain people fired or you know, an influencer.
0: How true is that? Mm. Um, not at all. I think you've got to also realize that when, when you take up a job, for example, of being a national team coach, it comes with responsibilities. Um, it comes with support. And, and I've supported every coach that has come through, especially the, the local coaches that have come through. Uh, but with getting that job comes responsibilities that have to be questioned. And when when you start questioning those responsibilities. I think that is when people then become personal and they start thinking that you hate so-and-so. I don't possess the power to hate anybody and um, I don't have the power to influence people to be fired, but I've got every power that you and I have uh, to ask that person who's ascended into a role and a responsibility of coaching national teams to do the right thing, to be clear and concise in terms of what it is that they look for for selecting the best players in the country and if you can't do that then maybe you're in the wrong place and and maybe you should
1: look at other options
3: all right uh, uh yeah one of your homeboys good morning
1: hey, good morning Sakina. good morning Good morning.
3: Ngoznaty, I'm going to send you to please go and switch off that radio. In the meantime, yes. I'm going to go to Eddie in Udendalsris. Good morning, Eddie.
1: Oh, Thank you very much, ma'am. Uh, now you, you're having a legend there. Uh, before I forget, maybe Mr. Marawa should just tell me who is his uh, outstanding momish. And the, the other <laughs> thing is that, uh, you know, Mr. Marawa, you are a legend in the presenters' uh, arena. And the other thing that I want to borrow from you, if you don't mind, mm. can you borrow me your voice? Cause sometimes <laughs> check, because I, <laughs> cause I check sometimes when I, when I, when I sing, people ask me, what, what voice is it? Wow. And, the, <laughs> and the other thing, that, maybe the last two things, is that how about, you know, opening Amarawa's Voice Academy? Mm. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks, thanks,
0: thanks so Eddie. much, Baba. You, you, I'll, I'll make sure that you get the royalties, okay? Yeah. yeah you,
3: no. you, 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 Vodacom, what, don't, please, don't, yeah. Please call me. Yes, don't follow that. You must pay people for no, contribution No, I mean, it
0: was interesting to know that people were claiming that they saw two security guards trying to communicate and then the idea came through. But anyway, we'll leave that for we, now. We, we,
3: yeah another day um Kosnati.
1: yes uh, Sakina. good morning
3: good morning did you also uh, go to little flower
1: yeah <laughs> i didn't go to little flower uh, sakina robert how are you Kosnati. uh no i didn't go to little flower but uh, i have my daughter uh who studies law uh she's in uh now um, she, 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 she she went to school there in, in Little Flower. Mm. Yeah, uh, I loved it when you said you were here in Little Flower because that's exactly the school that yeah, I'm just uh, not far from it. I'm, I live here in town. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've been following you. Uh, Fort Lewis, I know the place very well because we used to be there uh, we used to go for a church uh, activities there. Mm. And uh, I understand, I know the place very well. Isolated area. And you can't imagine that uh, there could be a person like you coming from that area. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, one wonders how did you uh, one survive if you are there because you had to find uh, uh, dwellings and places like uh, schools and yeah, but yeah, we, we, we. we I mean, um, I'm, 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 I'm really taken aback, and we're proud of you. And uh, yeah,
3: keep it up.
0: Thank you so much. We are following
1: you everywhere you present. But thanks, Sakina, for bringing Robert to your show.
3: Absolute pleasure. Before you respond to that, let me try and get some messages in here. Uh, Mr. Marawa, please create a forum to enable each head development coach to outline the type of player and visits for our football and how they prepare their uh, uh, and complete playing ability for them to be successful against any opposition. That's from uh, Chris uh, Ndlovu in King. Stair says, uh, Sakina, today again you're hosting a giant of the airwaves. I enjoy most of his shows on Metro FM, uh, but the one that stands out was the interview with Screamer. And then um, I'm shouting Robert in Dolezal's accent. And uh, Kolisa in Kailicha says, "Um, I remember the parting shots between the two of you on Metro FM. Please play those clips. We don't have them, unfortunately, but yeah. absolutely used to love those. Um Robin Sakina, you were my twins at Metro. Rob, there's something appealing. A man who stands his ground. that uh, That's from Stuli And then um, Malhatsi says, uh, Sakina, the correct word. I think Robert corrected that. Uh, Ugusina yeah. and Ugusina, uh, he corrected that. I was um, getting excited.
0: I, just, I was thinking of Ukita and Ugusina, but uh, yeah.
3: Noah wants to know whether you and your siblings have Tswana names. And uh, Simpy says, hey, SK, that man had a great uh, upbringing. I envy him. Uh, That is why he is so successful today. And then, sure, Robert, I'm going to give this to him. I promise I'm going to hand it to him because there's just so much. But he's reading and he's trying to respond to some. So we appreciate it. We'll also storify so that you can take a look later at what everybody else is saying
0: yeah it's it's amazing i, I can't i can 't get into the issue of names because I think my sisters will never allow me back into the house um including myself oh I think, oh i think there's just some names that should be left alone. <laughs> Robert Tamba Marawa. I'm happy. The <laughs> no, rest. No, man. Mm-mm. Give us the other one. Aye, no, 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 no.
3: No, Robert. Okay. Give us yours, not your sister's.
0: Robert Tamba Marawa.
3: No. What's Majlis the other Pood. name? No. What, no ma- there's, there's one missing. There's only
0: so much space in an ID.
3: Okay, but we promise not to put it in your ID. But uh, what's that other name? No, 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 no. How no. Rob. Is it that bad? No. <laughs> I could do we'll a moonwalk out. out of here. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, I'm going to ask a few people to see if they can find that name. And then uh, this one, um, Eddie and PE says, kindly tell Marawa to respect his elders and stop making fun of Cool Cat.
0: <laughs> the fact that his name is Cool Cat <laughs> means that he's very cool with anything. You know, you know what the funny thing is? When when sheikhs the late, Kungwane mm. came to join us, Um. The one thing that he was like, hey, marawe, hey, you guys, hey, hey, you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, "Shakes, be yourself." You know, whatever you do, kasi wise. And that's why we ended up calling him Kasi Flavor. Mm. And everybody thought that I gave Shakes a hard time. But it is something that he is okay with. And that is what makes the show, you know. So it's it's that not, it's nothing personal. Cool cats is the coolest cat you'll ever find.
3: Yeah, and uh, so many more, 891 uh, 104 But I guess I have to read uh, some of the tweets as well. I forgot to even save them. There's just so many. Uh, Jumper says, this is radio capture, or is it state capture? Uh, and um, Tony says, does Robert and his family buy from Makumalo's spaza shop in Nkandla? And another one also in Nkandla, <laughs> Code First says, so if Marawa is from Nkandla, can he help Jay-Z to hashtag pay back the money? Do you get a lot of that, though?
0: I think people have made the the link. Um, I think, I mean, the president obviously knows where I'm from and I know where he's from and, you know, each other's homes type of story. Um, but you know what? In in the sphere of politics, people have to understand that things have to be dealt with in a certain way. And I never drift into the sphere. I am probably highly opinionated. I'll probably get fired from a station like this overnight if I had to voice my opinions politically. Um, How? But that is no. I'm just saying. I'm not mm. saying that. You know. Mm. Sometimes, what do we call it? Treading on people's toes.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, is is not allowed. So it it's it's fine. That that's why I've always whatever offers to do a lot of other work that has come my way. I've always said two words, and that is, well, two letters, N-O. Not because I feel that I wake up tomorrow, there'll be a pile of money. To sustain the kind of work and integrity that you have within a certain sphere of work, you've got to be ultimately that authority in that sphere. So if one day you're seen doing giveaways and the next minute, you know, uh, you are in, in soapies and so on, then people lose track of who and what you're all about. So you, you need to find that niche. And with that niche, you need to follow it through. Because, yes, there have been opportunities. But I think what people do in the industry um, is not say no, because that is a strong word. And that is why I've always believed that artists are not respected in this country. mm mm-hmm. Artists are paid ridiculous salaries in this country, but still made to pay the price of being rubbished publicly. Um, but I've always believed that I'd rather starve in dignity than eat in shame.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Let your bank balance, uh, your integrity be reflected in your bank balance. It's okay.
0: Yeah. That, that, that is fine. That it is fine. It is
4: okay. Yeah.
3: And then, you know, the one thing we didn't get to touch on, and and I wanted to talk to you about, um, you know, studying law at Wits University, and what happened there?
0: What happened is that being a student, and you are there, and I'm sort of starting to wind up my studies in my third year at Wits University, I take a walk to the SABC because I'm told about these auditions that happened here. I've always had an interest in broadcasting, but mainly I've had an interest in sport, and when I was told about that, I just literally took a walk. I didn't know where SABC was. Someone pointed a tall building. I followed that until I got here and, and through those processes. And, and that is why I always say to people, don't always think somebody's going to do the work for you. I knew nobody here. I knew I didn't even know the SABC. And that was my first day coming here. And it was to audition and it worked well. I got bored of what I was doing after one year. I then went to seek what I thought I wanted, Mm. which was to be involved in sports broadcasting and sports casting. And literally a audition on Thursday, an acceptance on Friday. I'm asked if I want to start on Sunday doing Celtic and Pirates. And I'm like, oh, okay, if I can't do Celtic and Pirates, then, uh, you know, maybe let me apply at a circus and and do something else. And that is how it, it
4: began.
3: Yeah, the planet's literally aligned. A lover of um, uh, caps. Yeah. And um, there's a question here about caps. Uh, it asks, uh, would you buy DJ Bong's 800 Kwara Kwara cap? What's that? Now? You are the lover of caps. Maybe you know.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs>
3: ridiculous like that. Uh, so, so what's the most you've ever spent on a cap?
0: Not that amount. Not that That's amount.
3: That's not saying anything, Rob. What is the most you've ever spent on a cap?
0: I don't know. Probably 500 rand.
3: Whoa. Yo, you must show me that cap. 500 yonke.
0: Who said I was buying it for myself?
3: No, but I'm asking you what you've spent.
0: No. I think collectively. we are going to ask for discounts, man. You- <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we certainly will try to find uh, that name uh, when we come back. Because people are asking for follow-ups. We'll tell you what that name is because there's lots we didn't get to talk about. But we appreciate you waking up at the crack of dawn to come and grace us here. And of course, hosting your own legend tonight.
0: No, for sure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, I did wake up nice and early. I jogged 4Ks. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do the full 10. And then I was fresh enough to come here. And um, yeah, I look forward to it. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure. A lot of great people have been on this platform. And for me to be counted and deemed. To be interesting enough to come onto the show. Um, I find that very humbling. And I thank you. I thank the listeners. I thank everybody that's uh, tweeted and sent messages via social media that I, I respect you for respecting me and criticize every day. Trust me, that is my building block. It's not going to make me crash.
3: Robert Marawa. And with that, let's have a good weekend. We'll be coming to you tomorrow from the EFF uh, manifesto launch in Orlando. Until then, have a good one.